Hello and welcome to Journey Through the Decacast, where I am Shin Garrett. And I am ending in one episode. Yeah, and, and this week we went back to the future. I'm going to make the joke now, because the episode's called Back to 2068, which is in the future. You know they were thinking it, given the Japanese title of the film. What was the Japanese title of the film? Back to the Future. Oh, so it was the same. Uh, that's not always the case. Look up what the Japanese title for Army of Darkness is sometimes. <laughs> I believe you've told me about this before. Yeah, it's a thing. Anyway, this is episode was episode 15 of Zio. Yeah. Where, where we go back to the future. And we start learning things about our cast. Yeah. And I, and I hate watching this now because n- now in like where the show is currently, we know who the, the dude in the trench coat and the hat is, and I can't unsee it. Mm hmm. And yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, I was also looking at that as we went back and going, oh, you didn't blur that face particularly hard. No, they didn't. They didn't really change the voice that hard either. If you if you know to to look for it either. Yeah. So listeners at home who are also behind on this show and using us as your window through it, maybe keep an ear out. Yeah, I'm not gonna say it. I'll be good. Oh no, I'll, I'm gonna be good. I if we're gonna spoil anything, it'll be when we get to the point five part. Man, like fuck, fuck that point five just because it teases Kamen Rider Tsukiyomi. The one thing everybody wants, and then just like, nah, fuck that. That's true. It does cut away pretty quick. Yeah, it, it like it, it starts to show the transformation. She glows white, and then it just cuts away. So we would. So, so obviously they didn't have a suit. Probably. Hmm. It's dumb. I hate it. Look, man. None of the Zio suits are modeled with boobs, which means how would we tell it's a woman? Just kid bash the Kivalo suit. <laughs> like. All the future writers are just kit-bashed uh, suits from previous seasons. Yeah, that's true, but they're also getting extra suit budget to play with because they have a whole year's worth of cash that only has to go into 40 episodes. Get even more the reason they could have just made a suit. I'm just saying, you know who we don't have on this show? A lot of Monsters of the Week, so all of a sudden. Yeah, well, another writers were, were doing that. Yeah, but another writers are also their own figures. Yep, nobody's making like bee woman figurines. All right, that's fair. Anyway, this this episode, I guess we should probably talk about that. Yeah, it goes pretty hard in the paint pretty fast as Gates decides. You know what? Murder with bread. Yes. Well, no, that's true. There is that opening scene where he's still kind of soft. N- I like I like Gates as a concept. I don't like him in the show because in the show he's not good. He's incredibly wishy-washy, and yes, like you, I was also thinking, haven't we done this three times already? It's like his only character trait, and it sounds like it doesn't even change. Uh yeah, we're on the verge of a lot of things changing in the show, but I don't want to spoil them for you. I I think I already know what happens i i can probably just bleep this out so uh note to self just cut this here (laughs) 
you're making the show sound good, though, Fletch. I'm just saying that's where it's that's what actually is happening. I didn't say the execution was fantastic. That's fair. Um, okay. I also know exactly what line we came back in on. The 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 show is can't yeah. is, is you making the show sound good? Oh yeah, that one probably. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, Gates' character is is kind of just done poorly in the show, which again has been like a constant complaint this entire time. I feel I feel like it's been like Sukiyomi and Gates are underutilized and not very good, and the rest of it's pretty okay. Yeah, there's there's some fantastic action as shown this episode. Yes, they they definitely upped the special effects for this episode. Let's let's get from the opening where we were graping to the actual action scene. Uh, Shogo comes down for breakfast. Gates pulls a baguette at his throat <laughs> and says, just get rid of the belt. That's all you have to do. And then he's like, oh, no, I'm going to be a good king. Waz shows up, drops off another clock. And then... Gates, does he talk with... Well, dreams. Dreams. Oh, God, yeah, they start foreshadowing the dream, but it doesn't come up until later. It's just like, hey, dreams. That's true. Well, yeah, his his uncle comes in, who I swear just better just be the villain of this entire show somehow. Um, Just comes in and is like, hey, why don't you tell me about that dream? That made you want to be a king, right? But yeah, then that comes back later. Yeah, I was going to go into that when we got there, which is, you know, Waz drops off the clock and also goes, hey, you probably want to come see this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because, yeah, they, they're like, Waz, you work with the Time Jackers now. And he's like, yeah, but um, you want to see the day after tomorrow, or War of the Worlds happen? Yeah. And so there are now just seven very... I can't take these things seriously, man. No. These are some of the stupidest design things I've ever seen in Common Rider. It's very War of the Worlds. Yeah, imagine if the tripods were kitty-colored, like Playmobil tripods. <laughs> That's what we're dealing with here. But we also need to mark how how apparently effective they are, because you only need six to, to make the world crumble. Seven. Seven. One for each continent. Yeah. I'm surprised Antarctica takes a whole one. I mean, you ha you have to have one down there just because it goes real slow due to temperature. Oh, okay. Yeah. I feel like it would be an advantage because it, it would keep all the components cool. Yeah, but then it starts locking up and you got to reboot the uh, giant springy boinger machine. <laughs> That's what they, they animate like they're bouncing around constantly and made of springs. They do. It's kind of like they really liked the spring leg from build and just were like, what if we run with this? Yeah. Um, yeah, but these are apparently the same thing that Shogo saw in said dream. Where a man in a trench coat told him, you should have the power to be king and rule gloriously, I think it is. Yeah. And we definitely... Definitely don't know who that is. At all. Nope. Even though their face is very poorly blurred out in the dream, so we can see that footage later. I mean, th their voice isn't even modulated all that off either. It's just kind of up-pitched or distorted very slightly. Yeah. But, you know, visuals. I'm I'm super upset. I, I didn't see it until I saw who it was, and I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. That's all right. We will not spoil that yet. 
Yeah. It's like another 10 episodes away or something. Yeah, but they, you know, if you're watching them not every month or so, these go pretty quick. That's true. Um, But then uh, a robot from the future comes. Yes, and he is one of Omozio's lieutenants. Yeah. And he's going to go kill Gates and Tsukiyomi, because of course. And she actually gets to do more than a few stunts in this episode, because when this thing shows up, it starts flinging the two of them around like ragdolls. But she puts up a fight. Yeah, there's the one part where, like, she somehow breaks gravity and, like, slide kicks into him from, like, a million feet away and then pulls out the the Fies gun watch. Yeah, she... It's a pretty impressive move and probably the last thing she really does this episode. But, yeah, she counters, whips out a gun, and starts firing at this armored dude from the future. Yeah, Tsukiyomi has, like, beats of, like, good in her, but we just never get to see it. Yep. Because because she's not Shogo, apparently. And that's who we care about in this show. And And then we cut to who I care about in this show, which is Decade. Yeah, he's having fun. Yeah. Hmm. Those things are pretty crazy. The little <laughs> overlords crack you up some trouble. I guess I'll go do something. And the time jacker he's allied with is just like, you are such a pain in my ass. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Yeah, their relationship is great because she's like, oh, I'm putting my faith in this chump. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because- she's like if Daria were a time jacker. Oh my god, that's so good. Oh, That's probably wow. part of why she's my favorite. It turns out you really were the most powerful all along. Hooray. <laughs> so, Decade's plan is waltz into the middle of this fight and hurl Shogo through a time portal with bullets. Uh, Well, I mean, yes. Yes, there's 100% the plan. Yeah. Because the reasoning, as revealed later, is um we can't kill Shogo if he doesn't believe he's going to become the Overlord. And he doesn't yet, so they send him to the grimdark future, and Tsukiyomi follows through the giant time portal. Yeah, that's her other thing she does this episode, is stand there. Also, I need to point out, I am not joking when I say that Decade shoots Shogo through the portal. He's not even armored or anything, and he fires bullets that knock him into it. No, he's armored. Is he armored at that point? I thought he was. I thought he he becomes unarmored as he goes through. I thought he didn't transform, because he does not show up in the suit until the end of the future. I think when he goes through, it unsuits him. I don't think Decade shot him point blank, uh, unarmored, as as awesome as that would have been. I'd have to check. I just remember he was unarmored when he landed, so... I'm checking right now, so... No, he shoots him while he's in, um... Build, Decade... uh, armor form. Gotcha. And we're, we're glossing over a pretty good four-way fight scene in a pipe factory, so it's yeah. just there's not really much to talk about when everyone comes to null in that fight, so. Yeah, everybody just kind of fights. They're just like, Shogo, you need to realize you're evil. And he's like, no, I'm not evil. And then he gets shot to the future. Yep. And Waz is cackling. Ah, he's going to meet himself. This will be glorious for history. Yeah. So, do we want to handle the past timeline or the future timeline at this point? Uh, I guess let's do the past timeline first, because it's pretty quick. All right. 
because really it's kind of just Decade Gates and Waz kind of just talk some, and then Waz walks off being angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Decade is just sort of going, hmm, well, he's not here, so I don't care. Yeah. Decade does what he wants when he wants. Yep. And that makes him the most irritating person to work with. Yes, it's great, and I love it. Hmm, I don't think I'm going to make sushi today. I think I will just leave this rice here on the counter. <laughs> Though apparently, like, Waz also says he's just doing as he pleases. Yeah, the time jackers are sort of... Well, there's an interesting bit where they comment on the roof after all the robots appear in standard place. Ah, this is happening a lot faster than in history. Don't yeah. know, uh, don't know why Omozio is speeding up the destruction of the world. And then they seem to theorize that that's why Waz brought Decade in, which doesn't quite make sense to me, but okay. Yeah, Waz is definitely accelerationism, the dude. Yeah, well, he he just, he's, he's Omozio's hype man. He, wa- he wants the hype early. <clears throat> it's true. Oh, yo, you don't even know what's going to happen, Holmes! Yep. Waz is real good. Waz might be one of the best parts of the show. Waz is definitely one of the best parts of this show. He's consistent, and he's never in any way pretending to be anything other than a manipulative dick. Yeah, that's true. He's Mitchy from Gaim, but good. Oh, shots. No, that. Yeah. I've said a few times Gaim is. Gaim does not hold up on a rewatch. Probably not. Um, I feel like it's an insult to Waz, though, kind of equating him to a good Michi, because even a good Michi isn't good. I'm just saying, basically all he's missing is the betrayal aspect, and we already know about that, so... That's fair. Uh, yeah, I think that's about what happens in the past. I can't think... Yeah, there of... really is nothing in this episode. I watched this pair back-to-back. I mean, they, they talk about a lot, but it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, the, the payoff is all next time, so... Yeah. Because, yeah, the big thing was just kind of talking about, it's like, oh, the timeline's accelerating. And they're like, well, that's weird. He's younger. Can he really handle that? And he's like, oh, I guess that's why Waz brought Decade here. Now, the future. Uh, it's it's a pretty crapsack future. Yeah, the future's bad. Um, Omazio, uh Thanos snapped, and half the population's gone. Yeah, they do explicitly say ha- uh, the world's population is half of what it was in your time. Yeah. We see no buildings, we see only ruins and desert, and one hovel community. At which point a dragon flies out of nowhere and teleports Sukiomi and Shoujo to- or Shogo to- I need to stop calling him Shoujo. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. <laughs> it's fine, but it's silly. And the pair of them end up in front of older Omozio. Yeah. And we know for sure it's definitely Shogo, because he, he brings up the dream in great detail. And of course, Shogo has never told anybody that dream before. So obviously, it must be him in the future. Yup. Oh. And he's like, man, you're going to become me, and it's going to be great. You're going to be an awesome overlord. And Shogo's like, yeah. but I don't want to. But he does finally accept, yep, I'm Omozio. Yeah, I guess, like, it, 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 when it's finally in front of him, he begrudgingly accepts it and then goes try to, and then tries to kill himself. 
But like yep. his future self, not like himself self. Yeah, yeah. And he's pulling out all the finishers he can. He's using the new toy. And every time, this guy is just reflecting them back on him. He's using the new toy wrong, though. Yeah, but it's a new toy. Because, like, th- he needed to use either, like, Driver Ghost, you know, the two watches that Waz stole from Omazeo in the future? Yeah. Because for every one of them, Omazeo just pulls out the appropriate watch and just clicks it to to kind of neutralize it and send it back. But we're also talking about time travel, where in theory, on that timeline, he would have them again. Well, no, because then in that timeline, Gates stole them and then took them back. But if Shoujo become, oh my god, if Shogo becomes Omozio, Omozio is going to have them again. This isn't this isn't the Blue Chaos Emerald. Maybe it's a the Blue Chaos Emerald does not exist in the world of Sonic 2006. I mean, Sonic 2006 doesn't exist. But here's the thing. Because of how it goes in that game, that means it has never existed in the rest of the world. Time travel's weird. Silver has it, comes back to the past, gives it to Elise, who gives it to, I think, Shadow, to Sonic, to Eggman, who gives it to Silver, who goes back into the future with it. So outside of, like, six days in that game, it never exists in the present. Time travel's dumb. Yeah. But I just... I guess I assume because protagonist Shogo is, at this point, definitely in a different timeline than Omazeo. So I assume Omazeo's still working with his timeline, and in his timeline, Gates stole those two ride watches and then went back and then caused that splinter off to Shogo's timeline. So I know this isn't true because of a thing that happens next episode. I watched next episode, though, and I can't even remember that. Then let's just talk about the part where Shogo destroys his belt and the entire ruined future vanishes before our eyes. Oh, but it just comes back, though, because Waz has like 50 space-time drivers. I'm just saying, we know it has to be the same future because that happens. I I guess, but like, wouldn't wouldn't Gates then still have the stolen watches because then Gates did that in the future and then went back? Because you, we gotta follow the, you gotta follow the person's timeline rather than like the time timeline. But if Omozio arrives, that means that there is going to be a dead Gates. Yeah. So. But. I thought in the, like the first episode when they explain it, or when they when they explain it, they say Gates stole the watches from Omazio. I'm just saying, if we know a Gates dies in the past, we don't know a Gates dies in the past. I feel he has to for there to be an Omozio to rise. No, because Gates was born into Omozio's reign and then joined the resistance and then went back in time. No, I mean, I'm saying our gates has to die for there to be an Omozio. Yes. With how they intervened, gates would probably have to die for there to be an Omozio. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. 
timeline stuff's confusing. Yep. Here, I'll make a diagram, and then we can follow the ride watches. <laughs> uh, I will just mark the uh, Gaim ride watch fucking nowhere off to the side on the chart. Uh, no, we, we definitely have the Gaim ride watch. I, I'm making a joke about an image that talks about the emeralds in 06. Oh, okay. The the red emerald actually shows up nowhere in the plot until it's just there at the end game. That's good. Yeah, it's... Someone charted out the journey all the emeralds take, and it's a hilarious image. I'm pretty into that. The green one goes through time like three times over. Of course it does. A fucking course. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's there's just loops upon loops on this image. It's great. That's, that's again, one of my favorite things is things that have really weird and deep, complicated lore when they shouldn't. And um, fighting games are like a prime example of this as a whole. And yeah. uh, so is Sonic. That's true, except Sonic generally resets itself every couple of games. Even better. Yeah. Because then you just get to watch it get messed up over and over. Oh, no. The timeline is gotta speed up. Yeah, you just Superman to it. Amnesia kisses? I thought Superman 2 was the one where he spun the world back in time. No, that's the first. Oh, Superman won it then. Yeah. If anyone could, it would be Sonic. That's true. But yeah, so who knows? I I still think the ghost and drive watches would have been missing from Omazeo, I think. Yeah, we'll find out. It's not like this is going to be the only mirror match. Yeah. Or they could have just used it to, to just prove my point wrong instantly. But no, now we get to sit here and argue about it. It's true. So, I think that's about it for the main episode, given that we leave off on the cliffhanger of, you must destroy the belt, boy, to become something other than me. Boy, that really is the episode, huh? Yeah, it really is mostly fight. That's what I thought, too, but when I was rewatching, I'm like, there's a lot of talking here, but it doesn't go anywhere. It's They spent the money on the action scenes, and then they shot some filler around Tokyo. That's fair. I mean, overall, I like it. It's, it's definitely May. It's definitely it definitely needs a second part, which we have later. Yeah. Next time, I also just like how how I just trolled both Evan and Chris, who really wanted to know what happened, and then I have Fletch on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they get to show up for you know one of my favorite episodes of the series. So, is it the next one? No, it's the one after that. Oh, the one where yeah. spoiler shows up? Yeah. I haven't watched that one yet. I'm super excited to watch it, though. Happy New X. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the name of the episode. Is it? Yeah, that's how they debuted in 2019. I'm not looking at the wiki, right? Oh, well, you, you got to fill in the X with the proper thing. Well, that's what I'm. I'm not saying it on the cast since we don't want to spoil it. Gotcha. I thought. I thought. I read that as like actually the letter X and not what it was instead. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know that thing, but I don't want to ruin it for your co-hosts. That's true. They're gonna have some fun. Man, I'm gonna have some fun. 
So speaking of some fun, let's talk about the second to last point five episode. I this isn't fun because it just teases me about things I actually want instead of what we got. Ah, so have you watched the sixteen point five one yet? No, I have not. Shit. I know it's okay. the last one though. I was hoping to talk to you about both of those because I don't think anyone else is going to know what they're discussing there. All right. Is it like a the reference to something? So you know how they're talking about there's a big surprise in the movie? Yes. They discuss what that is while dancing around it and the production side of things. Is it is it Kuga showing up? And Denno, yeah. Oh, I mean, Denno was shown in the trailer, though. Well, they got the actual actors back. Oh, shit. Yeah. I, I don't care about that for Denno, but I care about it for the other one. Yeah. There's another one they tried to get who they couldn't. And you can instantly guess who it is. Could I? It's uh, Philip from Double. Oh. Oh, yeah, because only Joker's in the movie, huh? Yeah. But really, they, they, got, they got our boy Kuga back? Pretty sure he was in there, yeah. Are you sure? You don't sound too sure now. I gotta double check this because I looked... So, let's let's go in order here. This episode is them goofing around, talking about how you can you can go off script... And that will allow us to change the future. If you get rid of the belt, we can just have Kamen Rider Gates, uh, Sundays at 9. Or Kamen Rider Tsukiyomi, Sundays at 9. And then Waz comes in and goes, Hmm, peasants, there's a movie next week. And they, you know, yeah, talk, they talk about, about that. Why are you advertising this right here? All the Toku fan club people who are watching this are going to see it anyway. Aren't you? Cute Tsukiyomi face here. Yeah. Uh, and then Waz drops the bomb that this is the second to last point five episode. Yes. At which point they reveal the name of it is Compliment Project Forever. Part one. Part one. one. <laughs> <laughs> that has to be like a joke with how there's like Heisei Generations, Heisei Generations Final, Heisei Generations Final Generation, and I forgot what they were actually called. Oh yeah, X X Forever is a common way to end a series that's like, we're going to just say they go on to have big, meaningful lives. Yeah, except like, you know, like the last four movies end in forever. Yeah, I know. So, the thing they're talking about is they did, they attempted to get multiple uh, now famous actors back to play their roles again, but they did succeed and... I'm just going to spoil the 16.5 right now. Not the jokes in it, but they talk about how only about three people knew they were even filming that day. They show actual shoot schedules and things that are like day off or, you know, uh, this part being rewritten from the scripts. And so they actually filmed with a skeleton crew. And uh, they talk about how a lot of the crew and some of the stars were incredibly pissed that they were kept in the dark about this. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. And so I actually looked it up, and they were not joking. They There was a whole blackout on this, and it was kept as a surprise. Um, 
Sukiyomi even says in that next one, wow, I didn't, I didn't know this happened. Am I not a star? But it's, it's just kind of wild that like, yeah, they have uh, a cast photo of like the seven people who were on set that day in total with the actors. Wow. That's ridiculous. So yeah, they had to go through a whole bunch of hoops just to get this cameo in for the final Heisei movie. That's and crazy. looking it up, uh, they tried to get Philip, but he said his schedule was booked solid for the next two years. Good lord. Yes. It, look, that dude is one of the only actors who started on Kamen Rider to take off like a rocket, and whoa, I can whoa. see why. What about Drive? He's been out for like four years. He has not had the whole career arc. We'll see if he sticks around. He he's gonna be Detective Pikachu. Yeah, but that's also not where he's the actor. I guess that's fair. The other dude is acting in Japanese television and I, uh, I guess movies. that's fair. Also, I think you lied to me. I'm looking at the at the, at the cast list on the wiki for the movie, and I don't see uh, Kuga. Did I fuck up Kuga? You might have. I fucked up Kuga. You might have got it confused with Akito. That's possible. I had to go to some not well-translated news articles last night to find this stuff. That's fair. Or, you know, the wiki's allowed to be wrong, too. Who knows? It's a mystery. Yeah, I... Are we talking about the one on fandom? Yeah. I don't like fandom. As a, as a whole, or, or, or just that wiki? Oh, just as a whole, the okay. entity. No, yeah, I mean, I agree, but it exists and it has info. All right. Either way, yeah, uh, there's... We've spoiled the surprise for you, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, there's plenty of other surprises we didn't... But I'm not going to tell you the plot of the movie, so... I mean, the trailer's out. You can spoil the plot of the movie yourself. That's true, too. Anyhow, that's going to come out on Blu-ray release soon for home viewers. Yeah, in May. Yep. So, do we have any other Common Rider chat we want to go with? Um... Hmm. I can't think of anything right now. My mind is just destroyed because Super Robot Wars came out, and that's all that's on my mind. I am debating if I want to drop X for now because I discovered it's not fully translated. I thought it was. So it's like, um, when I went looking the other night, there's still a couple of the final episodes not done. Um, let me, let me, remind me to check my sources and I'll see if I can't find something. Yeah, tell me about that later. Uh, I know I turned up, we're still missing the final arc. Okay. So it's like, do I go slow and hope they finish it, or do I just drop that and jump over to, I didn't know there was an official US translation for Amazons. Yeah, Amazon legitimately picked up Amazons and brought it over to the US. Yeah, I didn't know that, and since I forgot to shut off my Prime membership, I have it for another year, because that went off uh, three days ago. Oh, yeah, you're locked in. So it's like, I might as well get my money's worth. There you go. Yeah, yeah, we we actually got that. That's a legitimate domestic release. Yeah. Which is so weird. (laughs) That is incredibly trippy, that of all the series that bring it... I discovered this in a way that showed the content warnings on it, and holy shit, those were pretty metal. 
Oh, yeah. Amazon's is dark as fuck. I just love warning body horror and gruesome violence. Oh, I mean, those probably aren't even the worst part. Sold. All right. I'm, I'll come back to X because, man, I mean, did, did you ever see the, the movie writer for the Amazon movies? He has a gun chainsaw. No, I haven't seen that. Yeah. The, I believe it's the movie writer has a gun chainsaw as his weapon. Holy shit. Holy shit. <laughs> so since you guys are not going to go into that specific thing, do we want to talk about how the father in X is the worst father in Toku history? No, because I need to watch those for myself first. Okay. Okay, because that's... That's a conversation we have to have on air sometime. That's true. From what from what I know and from what you've told me, I know it's something special, and I just need to watch it myself. Watch the first... I think it's only two episodes. I can do that. That's extremely low commitment. Yeah. I, I just expect that sometime while I'm at work, I'm going to get a text from you that's like, holy shit, you weren't <laughs> kidding. <laughs> Probably not. I, I'm surprised I haven't watched X yet, because... Uh, in the previous movies, when X came back, him and Fize had a bunch of scenes together, and I super like Fize, so I probably should have watched X. Mm-hmm. That's fair. There's... Yeah, X is a weird thing. <laughs> That's probably putting it lightly. I mean, Showa era is just kind of special in its own right, in general. That's true. Like the time that uh, someone dies in a nuclear explosion and they show up later going, it blew me to Tahiti. <laughs> That's amazing. That's the only retcon they give for why this guy comes back. Wow. Yeah. Rest in Tahiti. Wow. <laughs> I mean, really, at some point, I need to find a way to um, cover the the Sega CD game for the show, because um, that's how we got Zeto. Mm -hmm. as an FMV Sega CD game. There were there were so many bad FMV games. But but Fletch, it's the only it's the only domestic release of Kamen Rider Zeto. I mean, you're talking to a Gundam fan. Ask me about the only English char for years. I mean, that's getting that got fixed though. That's true, but I'm just saying that when we talk about bad FMV games, I know a franchise that has some pain. I love bad FMV games. Well, if you've never played the one where, uh, you know, you play as a Murrow Ray against White Char. I thought about figuring out how to, like, how to make, like, an FMV game engine mm -hmm. to just have that and to put it on stuff. But, um... Then I started thinking about how to how to like ensure timing with the video and and the presses to make sure everything worked and then I kinda just fell down a deep a deep Google hole and then kinda got pushed to the side. That makes sense. One day I'd still like to probably revisit it though. Like I feel like you could just make like a scripting engine around it and then you would just have like a file it would read in to tell to tell like the engine what commands to do at what times, and then you could just Use that as a master template for, like, any video you'd want. Hmm. Anywho, that's some of what I do in my free time. Uh, I ain't talking trash. Um, do I have anything else? I don't think I have anything else. Do you have anything else, Fletch? I think I'm out of Toku stuff for now. 
Yeah, I mean, talk about Kamen Rider here. The new Sentai came out. That's a thing. I've just never been into the Sentai side of things. I tried. Someone showed me Magic Ranger at one point. I'm like, okay, this exists. That's fair. I watched a little bit of Tokyo didn't finish it. Yeah, that's the thing. I generally go through a couple, and then I usually bounce off. One day I plan to like go through and finish. Well, technically, um, we'll have to watch um, Shuri Kenjer for DecaCast. Yeah, that'll be a thing. Um, yeah, and that just opens. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. No, because I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, man, Shinkenger happens, but then in the movie, um, Gokaiger happens, and Gokaiger <laughs> is just the Sentai version of Decade, and then I'm like, You are oh, running no. a dangerous game here, my friend. <laughs> you are going to go three loops deep. Oh my... Yeah, because um, we... <laughs> We do that, and then we get to the movie where um, where Space Sheriff Sheravan shows up, and then yeah. that sends us down another path. Yeah, you, you're playing with fire, and by playing with, I mean preparing to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this did not cross my mind until now. So, what I'm what I'm gathering is you did not explicitly plan out your route through this series. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I wasn't thinking about the movies when I when I when it first happened. <sighs> and now I'm just like, oh no. Now your co-hosts are just like, oh no, as they hear this episode. <laughs> I mean, really, like it'll be like a decade from now when we get to the to the Gokaiger movie. Yeah, that's true. Unless that changes how how we cover that stuff, that's all up in the air. We're we're still definitely looking for for feedback and stuff on that. If if there's ways that make more sense to do what we do, well, here's the other plan. After Zio ends, you just turn that into the Sentai half of things. Oh man! <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> this is why I'm only a guest host. I'm the Waz of this show. Uh, but maybe you're just on. Maybe I'm just dragging you down this Sentai hole. You can try, but I binge poorly. <laughs> I also need to see if I can just get decacast.com as an email because every time I try to go to my own website, I just want to type in decacast. I mean, I understand that. That's why my website is stupid. That's right. What's your website again? Hellscaper.com. Yeah, that's short to the point. Yeah. It currently has a lot of very strange pieces about uh, webcomics turned video games. Oh, what other webcomics have been turned video games? Well, A, there's the fact that RPG World is part of OKKO Canon, which has its own games. Okay. But B, there's Ice Cream Surfer. Huh. Yeah. It's not a good game. Okay. The webcomic is cute, but it's not a good game at all. Huh. It's getting a physical Vita release this Christmas. I mean, is it better or worse than Blade Kitten? Oh, worse by a mile. Oh, oh shit. 
like Blade Kitten is a competent budget platformer. Uh, Ice Cream Surfer is a Gradius clone that has loose controls and like the final stage has no checkpointing whatsoever. What? Okay, so so basically a worse Gradius. Oh yeah, but you know how in Gradius, if you die, you lose all your power-ups. Yep. All right. Imagine that, except now you have recurring bosses who need you to precision dodge with floaty controls and teleporting enemies who can just appear under you and you die. Wow. And this isn't even talking about the worst boss in that game. Jesus Christ. It's in the article. You can see pictures. That's true. At hellscaper.com. There you go. Well, I, I think I think we should probably end this podcast now. We should. Um I don't I'm have I'm going to be the best podcaster ever. <laughs> be king of the podcasters. Yes. I, I, that just sounds extremely one piece. Like when when does one piece get no, no. I already know if we're on to do a one piece <laughs> podcast, it's fine. Plus, uh that just makes me think of God, I cannot think of Damn it, now I am kicking myself because I cannot remember the Japanese name for the game that was localized as the King of Demons. It was a pretty good SNES game. Oh, I feel like I almost know what you're talking about, but I can't place it. Yeah. Daimao something. Either way. Anyway, this was a show on the internet at journeythroughdecacast.com where you can find other episodes where we talk about other things uh like kuga we sometimes talk about kuga we uh sometimes talk about tokusatsu gagaga and uh you know just just whatever happens is that your nice way of saying occasionally fletcher fills in for me and i have no idea what comes up um yeah also that (laughs) um yeah what is something happening next week for April Fools for Decacast? I don't even know. I can whip something up. It's terrifying. Common Rider April Fools spectacular. That's terrifying. Hey, I've been relatively work safe on these. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's not like we're talking about Sailor Moon where we have to discuss the horniest movie in the franchise. Which one's that? Super or not Super S, the S movie. Which one's that? Ice. Luna wants to get it. Oh, that one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that movie's weird. Yeah, that's the only one Naoko Takauchi wrote. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that part. That was, that was, because I went to those blind when they showed them in theaters again. Yeah. I'm just like, man, this is weird. So what's your thought? Did she fuck in space? Probably. Okay. I. What's your thought? Oh, I definitely think the cat got some. Okay, yeah. If you ever want to know what the shape of Luna's nipples are, you should go watch the S movie. I'm good time. I'm. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm saying thing. I'm I'm like. Was the theater showing cut? 
Maybe, because they definitely show that. Maybe I just blacked it out, which is entirely acceptable as well. If you ever want to see an astronaut come down to Earth and go, uh, the moon princess is real, we're all living a lie, that's a thing that happens. Yeah. Sailor Moon's weird. Fuck you, NASA. (laughs) Anywho, um... We've just been a passing through podcast. You can choose to remember that if you'd like. Believe it. Yeah, that that's fine. We can, we can stop now. <laughs> <laughs>